The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast! Woohoo! Uh, yeah, to be fair, I've had way too much caffeine. So you have a very highly caffeinated Rab this week, unfortunately. So I might be talking at 100 miles an hour in a very thick Northern Irish accent, and you'll find it very difficult to keep up with me this week. But I'll do what I can! <sighs> but you know what? If anything, there's not very much for us to do at the minute, other than sit indoors and drink tons and tons of coffee. Or is that just me? I don't Well, anyway. <laughs> oh, it's just getting worse, isn't it, folks? With all of this hashtag COVID carry on, it's just getting depressing now. You know, it seems to be our 2020 season is all but in tatters. Uh, so you may think to yourself, well, is there any point in having a piping podcast? Because there's not much piping happening, surely. There isn't any news to talk about. There's no championships. There's no results. There's no... Well, I would, frankly, I would disagree with you there. There's so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get it crammed into this week's episode, but I'm going to do my best. And possibly a lot of this stuff might hit the the cutting room floor, as they say, and I might actually come to next week's episode. So I'll do what I can. Actually, a lot of you guys out there recently have been complaining about the duration of the podcast, saying that it's possibly too long than an hour and a half. Is too long. So, well, fair enough. You know, I'll do what I can to try and compact it, try and squish it down a little bit. And, uh, yeah, perhaps some of the news stories might hit the cutting room floor. So, yeah, there we go. I'll do what I can. And, like I said, this is your show. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. Uh, if this is your very first Big Rab show, you are welcome. <laughs> Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. If it's got bagpipes in it, then we are the show for you. And uh, yeah, as I said, we are the show for the piping folk. And if you guys want the show a little bit longer, shorter, fatter, thinner, then definitely contact us. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com is where all of the contacts come in. And that's where you guys can get involved. And, uh, yeah, that's where all your commentary comes in, your questions, all of that sort of stuff. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, at the very start of this week's episode, I wanted to talk about our Patreon. Go on, the Patreon faithful, yes, bunch of legends. Yes, the guys on Patreon are absolute legends uh, because we've been really pumping out the content over there on Patreon. Uh, has a massive thank you to everyone who's clicked support on our Patreon page. We have literally hours and hours and hours worth of material over there. We have a Fuse FM Balamoney catch-up service over there. So if you do happen to miss our live radio show each week, then that's where you can go and catch up. You can download the episode and it's two hours worth of piping news and chat and all that sort of stuff as it's broadcast live on radio. Uh, And if you miss it live, then you can go and catch it up. So that's a free two-hour radio show every week. Well, not free. You know what I mean. It's for Patreon subs. Plus there's episodes of Rab Show Plus up there. 
Uh, tons of exclusive content back there on Patreon. We've really been knocking it out there on Patreon. Definitely worth checking out. Tons of great content. So if you'd like to help support the show, you can. Go along to our Patreon page. Click on that support button. And you will become part of the Patreon faithful. And yeah, you'll get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. Plus, you'll be safe in the knowledge knowing that you're helping support your own wee favourite podcaster who turns out a podcast each and every week. Now... It's not just that. You can also support those who support us, namely our uh, 30-day test drive of Dojo Premium. Yeah, go to BigRabShow.com forward slash Dojo and you can take 30 days worth of Dojo Premium for just $1. What's not to love? Plus, of course, if for drummers out there, if you would like to take up the drumming end of things online, especially nowadays we're all under lockdown, then yeah, check out Rhythm Monster. And don't forget to use our promo code when you're at the checkout. Big Rab Monster, and you'll get money off, yeah, when you're signing up. So just by listening to the podcast, you'll get money off. Just use our promo code, Big Rab Monster, at the checkout. There you go. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into things. There's so much ahead of us, actually. You might think that the piping world is kind of just taking a bit of a holiday now. And I suppose for a lot of people, yes, that is the case. The The bagpipes are now in the case, and they're shoved under their bed, and that's it. You'll not see them to possibly... January, February next year. Well, for a lot of people, that's not the case. A lot of you guys out there are thundering out there, still playing, and coming up with quite ingenious ways to keep the music going, which is simply brilliant. And we love to hear all about them. And of course, we'll talk all about it here in the Rab Show podcast. But before we get into any news stories this week, I actually wanted to talk about our listener mail that we start each episode with. Now, last week we did ask you guys to send us in your listener mail. We wanted commentary, we wanted something from you guys to let us know how you're coping during all of this COVID-19 pandemic. Hashtag COVID carry on, as I'm I'm calling it now. Um, How are you all coping? And we've had a pretty limited response. There's been very little, actually, coming through on our listener mail, which is really quite worrying. Now, we're getting a bit concerned now thinking, what's going on? Why aren't people emailing us in? Before that, you used to fill our inbox full of all sorts of stories and commentary and questions, and now it seems to be nothing. I have no idea what's going on. But, yes, if you would like to, you can do. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any commentary at all, any questions of any sort, even just to let us know what you're doing. <clears throat> what are you all doing during the middle of all of this lockdown scariness that's happening here? Especially in the UK, where people are really under lockdown now. That's quite scary, actually. Uh, where we have actual local police forces actually enforcing it now where they stop you in the road if you're driving and ask you where you're driving to and yeah i got stopped twice this past week uh rob where are you going sir i'm going to the shop to buy more tea bags because i have a tea problem uh, so <laughs> that's a true story uh so yeah it is quite scary at the moment all of this lockdown carry on and as much as we're all stuck behind four walls you know, we're trying to reach out as best we can to our bagpiping world and ask you guys to kind of come back at us and let us know that you're out there. And yeah, email us in your thoughts, your questions, your comments at all. Anything that we're doing on the Rab Show, we'd love to hear from you. Big Rab Show at gmail.com. <clears throat> right. One such gentleman, however, did take up the challenge of sending us some listener mail. And he didn't just send us an email. 
he actually sent us a voicemail, so that instantly makes this person a hashtag legend. Yes, Mr. Eric Evans, the composer of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, has sent us in a voicemail. So here he is. Here's Eric. Hey, Rab. This is Eric Evans. I uh, just wanted to drop a line after I heard last week's episode where you said you wanted to get either emails or voicemails. So I thought I'd send in a voicemail. Um, just a couple of quick things that I wanted to say. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to thank you so much for all the support uh, you've given my uh, little tune, the Big Rap Show Hornpipe. And uh, just it's just amazing to me how much it's blown up in the few, uh, few months that it's been around. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. And it uh, really humbles me to see all the, the great artists that have arranged it, played it, mutated it into what it is it's just when i wrote it i would have never expected that it would turn into what it's turned into now and so i really appreciate that from you rab um really means the world to me that uh you know i guess almost every musician that that writes music would like to have other people play their music and to have that from people all over the world doing that is just a, it's been a huge dream come true. So I want to thank you for that, Rab. And, and I also want to thank all the musicians that took the time to arrange the tune, to play the tune, record it. Um, you guys just blow me away. And it, it just, I'm so humbled. And I just wanted to say a big thank you to all of you who have taken the time to do that. And then second, um, I just saw that you shared on the uh, Big Rab Show Facebook page my uh, kind of parody tune called The Highland Divorce. And uh, I figured since I was going to write it, I'd give you a little background on Highland Divorce. Um, about three or four years ago, I took, uh, this is a shameless plug for Piper's Dojo, but I took the uh, bagpiping um, composition course put on uh, by Andrew Douglas. Uh, it's a six-month pretty intensive course on music theory strictly towards the bagpipes. So you learn how to compose for the pipes, you learn how to write harmonies, you learn music theory, all that good stuff. Anyway, one of the parts of uh, the composer's course is there's different ways to come up to have creativity. And one of them is to take a known tune and to basically take a part and then add your own part. So in the case of Highland Divorce, I took that wonderful tune, Highland Wedding, that we all love so much because it's played 8,000 times at the Worlds at MSR and uh, decided to have a little fun with it. So just as an exercise, it was just going to be a lark. So I took the first measure of Highland uh, Wedding and I wrote the second measure. And you go on so on and so forth. You can take the second measure or the third measure of the tune and then write the fourth measure and blah, blah, blah. And the idea is just to use it as an exercise to kind of stimulate your writing muscles. Well, I kind of took it to the extreme, and I wrote all four parts, borrowing pieces. So it, it's just enough Highland Wedding that you get the tune, but it's also just enough of my tune that you understand that it was, it was taken as a study. But I really liked it so much that I kept it as a tune. And as you know, Highland Wedding is a six-parted march, but I carved it down to four parts because in any divorce, the ex gets at least a third of the stuff anyway, so... Two parts are gone. So anyway, Rab, that's my story on Highland Divorce. Uh, please, um, if anybody wants to use it, enjoy it. It was just meant to be kind of a lark. So 
Anyway, guys, thanks, everybody. Thank you, Rab. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. <laughs> the Highland Divorce. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys actually managed to see that or not. We did share it out on the Rab Show Facebook page. It's a cracker. You get, obviously, you hear the little kind of little hints towards the Highland Wedding. So, <clears throat> I figured I can't go any further without actually playing you this. Now, Eric actually managed to send us an MP3 of the computer playing this tune of his. Uh, so, you can listen to it for yourselves, all four parts of the Highland Divorce. And, um, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> There you go, the Highland Divorce, two parts short, yeah. So, uh, if anything, I was such a fan of that whenever i seen it drop, and I just recognised the first phrase, and I thought, that's going to be a cracking tune, and shared it out there on the page. And it has been nothing but a hit for Eric, so if you are looking for the sheet music, of course, it's on there on the Rab Show Facebook page, but of course you can contact Eric Evanhouse, I'm sure he will hook you up with the uh, sheet music for that. It's a cracking set. Actually, really, really clever. And a very interesting take on the Highland Wedding tune, actually. And I would love to hear a band playing this, you know? And for those of you interested in what is the Rab Show Hornpipe, and if you've never heard it before, well, that was the introduction music for this week's podcast. Yes, we changed our intro last week, and a lot of people actually noticed that and said, Hey, Rab, I like the new intro. I said, yeah, that's the Rab Show Hornpipe. Not bad, sure it's not. So, yeah, we haven't settled on it yet, though, so don't worry. We do know a lot of people out there are still working on their Rab Show Hornpipe and uh, hope to be receiving more uh, recordings of it. And who knows, your recording may well be the brand new theme of the Rab Show podcast but there you go i just wanted to let you hear uh, eric's new tick on the highland wedding which is calling the highland divorce which is a cracking set definitely worth checking out there you go thanks very much eric for doing that and for anybody else out there who would like to send us in a voicemail or you know even an email or anything for that matter please email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com 
Okay, right. Let's move on to some actual bagpiping news now. The whole reason why you tuned in to the Blinken podcast in the first place, you wanted to be kept up to date. All right. Number one news story from this past week has to come from the guys at Kingdom Thistle Pipe Band Supplies. Yes, Paul Brown and everyone there at Kingdom Thistle have been working tirelessly on a brand new project and ourselves in the rap show are so happy to be able to talk about this if anything we'll possibly bring you even more information about this book uh next week uh what i'm talking about of course is the big blue book as everyone's calling it uh let me see it's the blue book of contemporary bagpipe music and that's its proper title now in this book we have had donations of compositions from Ross Ainsley, Chris Armstrong, Stuart Cassells, Lincoln Hilton, Dave Hunter, uh, Danny, Mu- Danny Hutchison Music, uh, Lauren McDougall, James Duncan McKenzie, Ross Miller, Fred Morrison, Lee Moore. So many. I, I haven't even got halfway down the list here. Finlay MacDonald, uh, Callum McCrimmon, Ian McCrimmon, Laura Johnson. Oh, come on. This list of people who have submitted uh, compositions for this book is just endless. And it's absolutely amazing to see that all of these were just donations. They were just kind donations from such stellar composers in the piping world. Now this, the reason why this is special and the reason why this is big news in the piping world is because obviously at the moment, with all of our hashtag COVID nonsense, um, then... This book is helping raise money for NHS-based charities here in the UK. So it's a way that the bagpiping world is helping support our frontline workers here in the UK who are working at the coalface kind of thing, helping people recover from this horrible virus that's ravaging the whole world at the moment. So it's a fantastic way for pipers and drummers to contribute and help donate to charity as well as getting quite a kick-butt collection of bagpipe music from some of the best composers in the world. Uh, they've also had a bit of a foreword there from Bob Warrell. They've had stuff from Scott Wallace, Rab Matheson, Alistair McLaren. I'm going to keep name dropping here. Can you, you get the idea? This book is absolutely huge. And I have to stress, if you haven't seen any of the advertisements for this online yet, you're missing a trick. Now, there's marches, slow airs, Dances, hornpipes, traspays, jigs, reels, waltzes. It's absolutely ram-packed full of tunes. And I, I don't know. It seems to be you flick a page and you're looking at a possible composition from a bagpipe and rock star. It seems to be every big name in the piping world got involved in this project. So, for more information, at this point, I would like you to go to kingdomthistle.com. Now, next week, like I said, next week we'll be talking more about this book. Hopefully we'll get a chat with Paul Brown, uh, the actual person who put all of this together, and we'll talk more about the book, how it was established, how to grab it, more to the point. I think you can actually pre-order it now on Kingdom Thistle. I think it's 13 quid, I think, uh, is the pre-order price. Uh, but hey, that's cheap at twice the price, honestly, for what you're getting here. there. I think the final list was 37 composers in total which is nuts. So this is definitely going to be worth getting in your tune collection. Uh, If you are even possibly thinking about next season and, you know, starting to formulate that new medley, then perhaps this could be a great source of inspiration for you. So there you go. By way of a shameless plug at the very beginning of the podcast, but it's a real worthwhile one, one that we will talk more about on next week's podcast. But head to kingdomthistle.com. 
and look for the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music. And uh, I've been so excited about this ever since I heard about it. I got messages from people who were involved in the project and saying, Hey, Rob, you need to check this out. This is proper exciting. And honestly, guys, this is a cracking opportunity for you guys to grab so many amazing tunes all in one collection. And if anything, you'll help them contribute to charity as well. You know... If anything, it's very similar to Gary Smith's uh, Kids With Cancer Charity Night. You're entertained uh, with some of the best piping and drumming possible, and you're also giving money to a cancer charity. Well, in this case, you're helping donate to NHS charities here in the UK, helping frontline workers. So, hey, what's not to love? So there you go, kingdomthistle.com. Go and check it out, the Blue Book of back of Contemporary Bagpipe Music, or as everyone's just calling it, the Big Blue Book. Uh, well, that's what I've kind of been calling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big blue book, boys. Alright, go and check it out. Kingdomthistle.com and go and check out the book and possibly pick up a pre-order as well. As far as I know, it's at the printers as I'm speaking right now. And hopefully will be released before the end of this week, if not next week. So if anything, next week's podcast we will delve more into this book and how it was all put together, all of the whole story. Uh but suffice to say right now you should really go. Check it out for yourself. The full list of tunes and composers are all up there. It's no mystery as to what's in this book. You really should go and check it out. Pre-order your copy and avoid disappointment. And help support an amazing cause. There you go. Okay. In other news this week, uh, last night on Fuse FM Bala Money was not me. I did not present this week on Fuse. I actually had a, a night off, which was nice. <laughs> I know. This week on Fuse FM was hosted by the heartbeat of Klaus Kelt pipe band. Yes, Mr. Aaron McElwain, and of course, Big Rab Show team member, actually filled in for a night. For a, yeah, he <laughs> that was incredible. Actually, he hosted a two-hour radio show full of piping and drumming and chat and banter, and Aaron done an absolutely outstanding job. So this is Aaron's second time uh, filling in for myself, uh, you know, as I put my feet up in front of the telly for a night and actually have a night off. Uh, Aaron actually, you know, he presented an incredible show. And for those of you on Patreon, you can actually go and download it now. You can go and have a listen to it. Two hours worth of incredible music. If anything, Aaron picked out some real cracking sets that even I hadn't heard before. So there were some real gems in there. Uh, some one stuff from Dysart and Dysart and Donald. There was so much to pick through, to be honest. I was actually making notes as I was listening to Aaron's show. So many great tunes in there. So, yes, Aaron did an absolutely outstanding job. So thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who want to catch up, go on to our Patreon page and you can download the episode now and take away two hours worth of piping goodness and this time with Aaron McElwain from Klaus Kelt. Excellent. Okay, I want to give a particular shout to Flam 5 Drummond. It seems to be every podcast now I'm giving them a mention. But the reason why I'm mentioning them this week is because their stay-at-home challenge has finished for this past week. Yes, remember I was telling you that they were challenging drummers around the world to play to the hornpipe composed by Lincoln Hilton called Rychat. Well, that's now ended. And honestly, it has been nothing but a smash success it's been brilliant to see so many different entries from around the world including some of the big guns in the piping world entering this competition and just playing through this blistering tune it's been so so fun it's been great to see tenor drummers getting involved as well and even a few bass drummers too getting involved in this uh people are being creative with their videos as well like having fancy editing effects and different things and 
like five different versions of themselves all playing the same set and stuff. It's very cool. A lot of people are really creative whenever they approach this tune and definitely worth checking out. So go along to Flam 5 Drumming on social media and you can be entertained for hours just watching endless, endless tunes performed by drummers all around the world. Some incredible ticks on this tune. So, <clears throat> yeah, I have to say massive thank you to Flam 5 Drumming for keeping us all well entertained. Uh, and, yeah, I'm interested to see what the next one will be. Will we have another tune out there for the guys, you know, around the world to play? Hey, why not choose the Big Rab Show Hornpipe? Goodness knows how many drum scores we can get to that. Brilliant. <laughs> but there you go. Shout out to Flam 5 <clears throat> keeping us all entertained over this last well, few weeks for your competition. It was brilliant. Thank you very much, guys. Okay. Now, I wanted to mention something that you may not have caught, actually. Uh, St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band posted something on their social media profile over the course of this past week. Uh, they actually detailed a photograph of the band way back in 1956, which was in black and white. It was really low resolution, and it had all the names of the members in the band. Well, actually, what they had done is that they managed to get it fully high-resed up and actually colorized it. And it's fascinating to look at. So to look at the old uniforms and stuff, obviously the green kilts and everything, but to see these guys as if they were standing there in the modern day rather than back in the early 50s, very, very fascinating stuff. So the guys at St. Lawrence Atul have put that out there on their social media stuff. You do fancy looking at that photograph. And if you do know any members from St. Lawrence from all the way back then, then definitely go and check it out. It's well worth looking at. Definitely one for the piping geeks, I would say. Yes. Mm. And one for St. Lawrence fans, definitely. Okay, I wanted to mention this the Red Hot Chili Pipers very quickly. The Chilies, of course, have been on lockdown like the rest of us. They haven't been gigging at all. There have been no uh, you know, stadium tours, nothing like that. The guys at the Chilies have just been stuck indoors like the rest of us. But... Yes, like everybody else in the piping world, they are incredibly creative people and, uh, yeah, have found a way to produce music and release it to the masses. This past while, they released a new reworked version of Hallelujah. I think I mentioned it in last week's podcast. Well, just to mention that their version of the Hallelujah song that they would normally perform live, and it's on their social media, has now well over one million views. One million? I'll just let that sink in there. A million views, which is insane. But you know what? That is one million people that have watched a bagpiping video. And for me, that's nothing but amazing and definitely a positive. So now I do know guys out there who really hate the chilies. I don't know why. A lot of people really seem to hate the whole thing about bag rock and all the rest. And that's not piping. But I do know the opposite end of the scale and people who absolutely love them. And... I'm kind of in the middle, if I'm brutally honest. I can see what they're doing and I absolutely value what they do. And I am a bit of a fan, especially when you go and see them live. They're incredible live. They're all real great fellas and a lot of them actually compete in the piping world. So they are competitive players. So they know their way around their set of pipes. Um, But yeah, I can see how sometimes it can be a little cheesy. You know, I can see how sometimes it can maybe rub people the wrong way. You're jumping about the stage, you know... (laughs) playing we will rock you and uh yeah but i have seen them 
throw themselves through, uh, what do you call that, Jim? fourth floor and different things like that, pressed for time as a real blistering set from them. You know, they do have their big sets in there too, so they can play. So, yeah, I can, I can see the value. I can see the challenges as well. So, I, I don't know. That's my opinion. But in this regard, that's over a million people worldwide that has watched a bagpiping video. And that can only be good news. So, fantastic stuff. Thank you to the guys at the Red Hot Chili Pipers for that and every success. Fantastic stuff. There you go. All right. On to other piping news then. I have to give a mention to a particular website who has published something really quite interesting this last while. Bagpipe.news. Yes, might not be a website that you often frequent, uh, but they have actually released quite an interesting article on who was Simon Fraser. Hmm. Yeah, now you might not know who Simon Fraser was, why he has a university and all of that. Definitely go and check this out. Yeah, because this is on bagpipe.news. I'm not going to read the article for you and spoil the whole thing. Um, but, hey, this is something that had me absolutely glued. And I really want to know more about Simon Fraser. If anything, I've started my own kind of research on the back of this to try and find out more about the actual person, Simon Fraser. For the longest time, I always thought Simon Fraser was just the name of the university. I always thought Simon was one guy and Fraser was another. But no, turns out Simon Fraser was one fella. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. So go and check it out. It's on bagpipe.news. You can read the whole article. And it's simply fascinating. It really is. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention it just by way of a shameless plug for another website. But honestly, go and check it out. It's a very interesting article. And I think they are going to be publishing more on this because they have carried out, you know, a lot of research on around this story. It's very well kind of researched and you know written and it's you know almost looks like a historical thesis in a way and stuff it's very fascinating go and check it out okay on to other news i want to mention the hashtag covid which is still thumping its way through social media which is just brilliant um, i have to give a mention to alan tully who managed to play some of gordon duncan's 98 jigs and stuff which is brilliant also ali levesque as well yes the young scots trad musician of the year uh 2020 actually has been blistering tunes out there on social media definitely go and check out his social media if you're a piper whistle player or even just a fan of trad music at all Go and check out what Ali Levesque is doing. He actually published one there on the 19th, I think it is, uh, with a guitar player called Craig Alexander. (laughs) If they were to release that bad boy, I would pick up a copy of it straight away. But for now, it's just available on video form on social media. Ali Levesque, absolutely brilliant stuff. Also... I have to give a particular mention. uh, Let me see, who else was it? There was Andrew. Yes, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Dye, of course, Honey Boo Boo, has been taking part in the COVID Kelly as well. He was out, I think it's his backyard, uh, playing a, a few sets. I think Castle Dangerous was one of them. Uh, the Clumsy Lover maybe was another one. And the Iona Boat song, a few other. Definitely worth checking out. Yep, so shout out to Honey Boo Boo, giving us some proper decent tunage there. And so, yeah, the hashtag COVID Kelly. Do you know what I do on a Saturday now? Now, this could be quite sad of me, but this I'm actually doing this at the moment. You can go into social media and you can search for hashtags. And you can search COVID Kaylee, all one word. And the amount of music that you'll get under that hashtag. <laughs> I honestly sat all of Saturday night. Uh, I worked my way down, gradually down a 
sneaky little bottle of whiskey and I just sat with the laptop on and just watched tune after tune after set after set and it was such a great night's entertainment so so good so yeah go and do that yourself if you do find yourself at a bit of a loss for some music over all of this lockdown carry on uh so yeah hashtag covid Kelly. so many incredible pipers whistle players fiddle players mandolin players harpists singers songwriters so much incredible music all being uh put under the one hashtag hashtag covid Kelly. So much incredible music going at the moment. It's crazy. I don't want to sit and list them all, obviously, because I'll bore you all to tears. Hashtag lists. But honestly, type it into your search engine and you'll be entertained for hours. Okay. I wanted to mention the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Yeah. Go on, Stone Mountain. Uh, If anything, I have very wet, soggy... Uh, miserable memories of Stone Mountain from last year. I'm sure you guys remember I, last year I travelled over and played with the guys at North Texas to compete at the Stone Mountain Highland Games. And it was an absolute washout. <laughs> it was absolutely lashing it down. If anything, it reminded me of the UK Championships on Lurgan. It was absolutely terrible. I have never seen rain like it and probably will never see the like of it again until Lurgan next year. Uh, uh, I don't know, it was just horrible, Uh, the weather, but the competition itself was epic, it was so much fun, and yes, the reason why I'm mentioning the Stone Mountain Highland Games at all, is that because they've actually confirmed dates for the 2020 Stone Mountain Games, the 16th to the 18th of October, yes, so we are hoping come October of this year, All of this lockdown carry on and all of this scariness will be behind us. And we'll hopefully be back to some kind of normality. It might not be complete normality, I'm sure. We've all been talking about that in the press and the social media and blah, blah, blah. What's normality going to look like after the pandemic? Well, I guess we're going to find out at Stone Mountain in October, hopefully. So, yeah. Stone Mountain have come out and said, October 16th to 18th, we are opening our doors. The Stone Mountain Highland Games will be on, baby. And if anything, I reckon this will be possibly one of the biggest Stone Mountains on record. Because, let's face it, with most of our piping competitive season cancelled or postponed at this rate, it's looking like Stone Mountain is possibly one of the games that everyone will be preparing for now. You know, especially in the United States and Canada and perhaps further afield, will we see some international travellers coming to Stone Mountain? Myself, I don't know. (laughs) Whether I'll be going over again to compete with the guys at North Texas, I've no idea. Uh, But hey, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But at the moment, you know, we now have our dates in our calendar. It's happening October 16th to 18th. And we really hope the weather's going to be better this time around for Stone Mountain. Uh, but hey, I don't know. It would be fantastic if I do manage to make the trip over to Stone Mountain. Don't worry, guys. I will certainly let you know. Uh, but for now, no idea. No idea. But it is looking like it's going to be the competition to get to so far. It's, I think it's, there's that. There might be a few other competitions that have confirmed dates uh, later on in the season, around October, November time. And if you guys know what they are, then please get in contact with us and let us know where they're happening and when they're happening. But this is the first one that's kind of been flagged up to us to say, hey, Rob, you went to Stone Mountain last year, didn't you? Yeah. Well, it's happening in 2020, even though all this COVID carry-on is happening. But they expect it all, hopefully, by that stage to be behind us. So, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for this one. October, <sighs> Stone Mountain. Wouldn't it be brilliant, though? Wouldn't it be brilliant? 
I think Stone Mountain could be an absolutely cracking competition with every band in the world possibly preparing for it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing to see the likes of FM and Shots and St. Lawrence and all those guys possibly making the trip? All right, I'm being a way over-exaggerating at this point, but yeah, you never know. You could see some international bands traveling to Stone Mountain. Uh, you know, there you go. Well, there you go. October 16th to 18th, Stone Mountain. Get it in your calendar, uh, and we'll tell you otherwise if it's not happening. Okay. I wanted to give mention to a little band. I say a little band, quite a big band, actually. And they're releasing a brand new single called Lonely Mountain Road. I have to give a mention to Rhythm and Real. Rhythm and Real! Yeah, they're dropping a brand new single, actually tomorrow, just when I'm uh, recording this. Thursday, the 23rd of April, and hopefully next week we'll actually get chatting to the guys at Rhythm and Real and he'll hear all about their new single release, which I'm really looking forward to, if anything. So, yeah, Rhythm and Real have been on the uh, you know the folk music and trad scene for quite a while, and this is quite an exciting release from the guys from Rhythm and Real, so I really want to hear more from them, and yeah, I'll leave it until next week. Hopefully I'll get a chat to the band, I'll hopefully be able to bring you a wee bit of an interview with the guys of Rhythm and Rail to find out all about the bands, what makes them tick and all the rest, and of course all about their new release, their new single which is out tomorrow called Lonely Mountain Road. If you are interested you can go of course on the Big Rab Show page we've shared them out there, uh, but you can also search for them, Rhythm and Rail, and th- that's what you call the band and go and check it out, their new single called Lonely Mountain Road, definitely worth listening to Okay, I wanted to give a mention to the uh, Rhythm Lockdown Workshop. Now, loads of people have been preparing and uploading little teaser videos and stuff for this workshop, which will be happening April 25th and 26th. You can actually sign up for it through the website eventbrite.com. Now, people such as Stephen McWhorter, Reed Maxwell... Oh my God! Yeah... (laughs) And so many others, I'm just going to start naming names, I'm going to start missing people out and I'll get offended and stuff. But yeah, this is one for the drummers, definitely to get taught and get tuition, of course, from some of the biggest in the piping game. And I have to give a special mention that you need to go and get signed up for it now, avoid disappointment, because enrolments all close on Thursday 23rd, which is tomorrow whenever I'm recording this. So depending on when you're listening to this, of course, the deadline may already be passed and this new story is completely completely redundant but anyway you can go and sign up eventbrite.com just look for the rhythmic lockdown workshop and yeah, definitely going to be well well worth checking out for pipe band drummers tenor drummers bass drummers all of you guys who lift a pair of sticks in a band this is one to check out because uh, i even i want to sign up to this brilliant stuff Oh, even just to sit down with Reed Maxwell for an hour or two, just to pick his brains and see just what's under that what's under that orange hat Reed. you know what's going on in there <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic stuff really good so there you go shout out to the Rhythmic Lockdown Workshop I really hope it goes well and I, if anything I really want to hear reports from any of you guys actually managed to go to it and yeah and sign in online and join in the tuition courses on stuff I really want, I'd want to know how it goes let me know okay I want to give a mention this week to a new podcast that has launched new podcast yeah this seems to be happening a lot now have you noticed this have you noticed this? There's a lot of brand new podcasts are launching now. Now, obviously this week we're going to be talking to Stephen Russell, of course, from the Up to the Line podcast, which is, frankly, it's a real... I, I, 
It's amazing. I couldn't find the words there. It's just simply brilliant. I am an absolute fan of the Up to the Line podcast. It's an educational-based podcast, of course, with Stephen and the guys from the Great Snow Vortex. It's absolutely a must-listen. But we've noticed more and more piping-based podcasts being launched this last few weeks. Of course, we have the premier pipe band podcast, pipe pod band pod that one. And yeah, we also have a brand new one that's just been launched called... The Lady Pipers. Yes, The Lady Pipers. Now, that's what they call the podcast, and that's not me trying to be uh, scathing by any means, or sexist in any way. That's what they actually call the show, The Lady Pipers. Now, I've actually listened to the first episode, and <clears throat> it's the first episode, and they're introducing themselves. They sit around, they have a drink of whiskey or two, and ask each other questions like, uh, what's your favourite drink, and and things like that. And they, they actually do talk about bagpiping. You know, I do think, you know, they have quite a wealth of experience in the piping world. I think they do mention that they do play for a pipe band, but they didn't actually mention them by name. They just called them the Blandfords. The Blandfords. Now, whether that's, I think there's a, is it a Kevin Hart Blandford Memorial or something? Like that, that name rings a bell with me, and I can't think why. But yeah, they do mention the, the band that they play for called the Blamfords, um, but they also seem to be involved in um, like Hollywood or something because they talked about playing uh, premiere events of uh, a TV show called Outlander. Now, Outlander here in the UK, obviously. I don't know just how big a deal it is. I think my missus has watched it once or twice and says, ah, it's all right. She just doesn't get the appeal of it, I suppose. But I don't know. It, it seems to be nothing but a smash hit across in the United States. I know very little about Outlander, to be honest, other than they use it as the Sky Boat song as their theme tune. That one there. They use that as their theme tune. And yeah, apparently these lady bagpipers were at the premiere of one of the episodes or something and you know they were piping at it and the red carpet and all that stuff all very confusing i don't know these two people to be honest and i found it very difficult to try and decipher if anything you kind of get the impression you were joining in halfway through a conversation do you know what i mean uh, there were a lot of in-jokes. There was a lot of uh, things that went on explained. Like, we don't know what band to play for. Uh, we don't know where they're from. Uh, all that sort of stuff. So, I guess it's episode one. You know, what can I really expect from episode one? <laughs> you can go back and listen to my episode one. It's terrible. 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 Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. As the episodes progress, I'm sure the podcast itself will also progress. And ourselves at The Rab Show, we wanted to give a special mention on this week's show for you guys to go and check it out. The Lady Pipers. You can get it on Spotify, plus I think you can get it on something called the Anchor app. The Anchor app. We don't use Anchor ourselves here on The Rab Show. We find it pretty limiting. And uh, yeah, we did ask the guys at Lady Pipers as well. Were they available on any other platform? And they didn't know. Uh, so... Yes, right now they're available on Spotify and the Anchor app and just search for them. The the Lady Pipers, definitely going to be an entertaining listen anyway, I dare say. Rolling forward, they're going to have quite a few entertaining stories, I'm sure, to tell from the bagpiping world. So there you go. Shout out to the Lady Pipers! But hey, they're not the premier pipe band podcast, are they? 
That title belongs to someone else entirely. All right, let's fly on. I wanted to give a mention this week to Glenrothes and District Pipe Band, who carried out something really quite special. With social distancing and everything like that being a thing at the moment, it's difficult for bands to get together and actually play. Well, they managed to turn up at uh, a Glen Burnie care home, actually. Stand well outside the windows and even well away from each other. (laughs) But they still managed to play a few sets for the residents, which was simply brilliant. Now, all of the pipers were socially distant, all of the drummers were socially distant, and, you know, everybody was kept safe. And, yeah, I don't even think that, you know, Pipe Major tuned the band, you know, went around each pipes and all the rest. I think every member tuned their own and stuff. You know, they just wanted to do something nice for the residents. And if anything, that came across. The residents of the care home themselves, obviously, were ecstatic. They were so happy to see the band outside and playing tunes and stuff. They're all clapping along and singing. Really, really cool. So if anything, it you know, brought a lot of brightness to quite a dark time for a lot of people. So thank you to Glenrothes and District Pipe Band. You guys are awesome. Absolutely awesome. So there you go. Fantastic stuff. Now, far be it from me to plug another website, but I've been doing it on this week's podcast. I want to give a mention to PipesDrums.com, who actually released a bit of a YouTube video this last while. And I've been talking about this new project uh, launched by Alan Tully, Pipe Major Alan Tully of St. Lawrence Tool, uh, called WriteMyMedley.com. And yeah, he actually manages to have an interview with Andrew Bertoff, and the two of them talk about this new project. And you get to find out a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff of what's going on with St. Lawrence at the moment and stuff like that, and also the inspiration behind the website, why Alan's even launching this in the first place, and is anyone even taking advantage of this incredible service that he's offering? Well, go and watch it for yourself. The interview's really quite fascinating, actually, so thank you to Alan Tully for taking the time to record that with Andrew, and also to Andrew Bertoff for releasing it in the first place. Thank you very much. It was an incredible interview, and definitely worth checking out. So go and check that out, pipesdrums.com, and that interview with Alan Tully. Fantastic stuff. Okay, I wanted to give a special mention just before we get into this week's topic of the week to JD Ingram. Yeah, quality, bi- quality piping with JD Ingram. Definitely worth watching. He's been do- he's been doing some live streams actually over social media where he just kind of live streams a recital where he stands in his front room and plays a proper recital and it's been brilliant actually so shout out to jd very entertaining stuff um i was certainly entertained one thing jd i would mention though if you are listening mate please put on hashtag covid Kelly, and that will get your video a lot more viewership i should say a lot more viewership and you know a lot of people actually search for hashtags like i mentioned earlier and yeah i would certainly watch more of that jd so keep them coming mate. very entertaining stuff also, speaking of bagpipe composers earlier on, I want to give a mention to Paul Ritchie. Paul Ritchie! Who is a legend, by the way. Uh, he has a book and CD, of course, called Urban Hero. Paul, of course, is a prolific composer of the bagpipe, and he has a bit of a special offer at the moment, considering everyone is under lockdown. He's saying that basically everyone who orders a copy of his book, Urban Hero, gets a copy of the CD for free. Now, what's not to love about that? So there you go. Go along paulritchie.com forward slash shop and go and pick up a copy of Urban Hero. Now, I've already had like two or three different copies of Urban Hero to give away here on the show, as well as copies of the CD as well. And Paul's actually provided me with a copy of Urban Hero on CD as well for the show. And um, 
suffice to say, some of the compositions on there are simply banging. I think bands such as Bog Hall, Simon Fraser, some of the big guns in the piping world have played all of Paul's tunes, so definitely worth checking out. So there you go. Paul Ritchie's Urban Hero. If you buy a copy of the book, you get a copy of the CD for nothing. Okay, I wanted to mention Cooper Angus Pipe Band. God, Cooper Angus, you! Now, Cooper Angus actually released something quite exciting, actually, <laughs> this past week. Uh, they're looking forward to 2021 because, yeah, they'll be forming a novice juvenile B pipe band. Yes, now isn't this all sorts of exciting whenever we hear about a new band hitting the stage so yeah i just wanted to mention it in this week's show this is awesome news from cooper angus absolutely awesome way to go cooper angus i'm dead excited to see your novice juvenile b band with all your young learners and everything in there obviously working hard at the moment over facebook skype lessons and zoom and all that sort of stuff i'm sure you guys will be putting the work in and i can't wait to see us hit the grass next year 2021 baby come on cooper angus novice juvenile looking forward to that that's very exciting so, also, I wanted to mention Scaryvore as well. Congratulations to Scaryvore, who actually managed to secure themselves a Scottish number one in the charts with their release Everyday Heroes. Now, I think I did mention this on last week's podcast, where a lot of pipers and trad musicians around the world were all recording themselves playing this tune, Everyday Heroes. And uh, I actually started learning the first part of it. <clears throat> Badly, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, that's a shout-out to Scaryvore, <laughs> who managed to secure a Scottish number one. Now, if you haven't actually listened to this track yet, you really need to. It's an absolute blinder, and I am I actually really love the tune, which is why I asked Andrew Sullivan, my piping shooter, thank you, Andrew, he's actually going to start teaching me it now, because I love the tune so much. I think he's going to start showing me how to play it, so... There you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, I have to say, shout out to Scaryvore, who scored a Scottish number one with Everyday Heroes, and definitely going worth listening to that. Definitely. All right, shout out to Ali Hutton as well, uh, who is all but ready to release his brand new product, uh, called At Home, the At Home Tune Book. Now, for the longest time, Ali Hutton has been wanting to release a tune or a tune book, or a book full of tunes. And Ali has been wanting to do this for the longest time, but obviously couldn't because of his gigging schedule. Well, now he's had time in the house to put this all together, and he's now going to be releasing it through his website. So I've been mentioning it up here before in the podcast, but I think it is now all but ready to release. So go and check it out, alihuttonmusic.co.uk, and go and check it out. The at-home tune book, definitely worth picking up, because we all know, we all know, Ali Hutton is at the top of the composition game. Fantastic stuff. All right. Two more stories before we get into the topic of the week. <laughs> Stick with me, folks, if you haven't fallen asleep already. Uh, right. Let's get... <laughs> we have to give a shout to Glasgow Police Pipe Band, who are actually running a wee bit of a competition at the moment. Their tenor drummers have created a new flourish. Yes. They've created a brand new flourish, and they need a title for it. Now... They've thrown the doors open to you guys, the general public, to name their flourish. And if your name is chosen and you are the winner, then you'll actually receive a half-hour lesson for free with any member of Glasgow Polis Pipe Band. Or not, not the Pipe Band, of the Tenor Corps, I should say. A half-hour tenor lesson. <laughs> yeah, so you get a free half-hour lesson with any member of the Tenor Corps as a thank you for naming their flourish. So there you go. So if you do fancy availing of that, go and check out Glasgow Polis Pipe Band on social media and enter their uh, Nino Name It. 
no no name I, I can't read that hashtag so yeah go and name their flourish and if you're picked out then you can get a free half hour lesson with any tenor drummer from glasgow polis brilliant <laughs> All right, I wanted to bring this to the podcast specifically because I do know that a lot of musicians out there are really struggling financially at the moment. And I wanted to draw this to your attention. The Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust. Yes, they're here to help. And they actually reached out over social media over the course of this past week. And I'll read you the press release. Are you a musician? Are you self-employed? Are you a professional musician who has limited savings? Well, then please consider applying for the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust Award if you require if you require financial assistance during this extremely difficult time. Obviously, these guys run a fund, and yes, it is there to help musicians who are struggling and. You know, obviously, before this pandemic carry on, they would have been using this fund to help musicians possibly record their first album or release their first book or perhaps have their first gig or whatever, pay pay the venue fees and things like that. Well, now they're actually offering this uh, trust fund for people who are struggling and can't get out to earn money and play gigs and things. So, yeah. If you aren't interested, go along to the thegordonduncan.co.uk and forward slash get funded. Yeah, so definitely worth looking at. Um, so they have all of the requirements up there, what you need to do, how to apply for it. And uh, yeah, if you are struggling out there, I do know quite a lot of uh, trad musician, musicians listen to the pod each week. Uh, so yeah, guys, I know things are quite horrible at the moment and nobody likes going and trying to look for a handout. But this is not a handout. This is, you know... Trad musicians supporting trad musicians here. The Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust is there. And uh, yeah, they're urging you that if you do need help, reach out to them. Check out their website and they have the full application process and they can certainly help. So there you go. That's certainly worth looking at. If you're a trad musician, piper, fiddle player, whistle player, whatever. If you are struggling because of a lack of gigs and income, then they're there to help you. So there you go. Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust. Go and check it out. GordonDuncan.co.uk Okay, guys. I think at this point in the show you've waited long enough, and I did promise you I was going to try and compress it down, but uh, trust me, there are some stories that I didn't get to there. <laughs> I, I know, I know, and, and you're thinking to yourself, come on, Rab, you're supposed to be shortening this thing down, and it's getting longer. <sighs> Deadly. Didn't I tell you? You know, the podcast, it just seems to rattle on the piping world never never ever stops even though we are in the middle of all this covid carry on it's ridiculous you know we do think that nothing ever happens in the piping world when we're all in lockdown but au contraire it's complete opposite it's just been manic so yeah we're doing our best to try and keep up and we hope you guys are appreciating it <laughs> grand well like i said it's this time of the week where normally i go and get myself a big cup of tea <laughs> yeah it's time for the topic of the week the British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range 
was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. A1 Embroidery and Printing Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Field Marshal Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high-quality garments, such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft-shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media. A1 Embroidery and Printing check them out on Facebook A1 Embroidery and Printing if you can think it, they can print it Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show Ah yes, lovely big cup of tea this week, gorgeous I actually drunk my cup of tea out in the back doorstep as they say here sun splitting the stones outside and I'm stuck in here recording a radio show a podcast. You know, I should possibly record next week's out, out in this beautiful sunny weather here in Northern Ireland. I don't know, the big glowy thing in the sky. What's that thing? I'm rambling. Yeah, uh, topic of the week this week. We managed to get talking to uh, a bit of a legend who for the longest time was part of the Big Rab Show team, Mr. Stephen Russell, of course, from the Grace Note Vortex and previously of the Big Rab Show team. Well, you guys have already known, I have mentioned it earlier in the show, that Stephen is now the host of a brand new podcast called Up to the Line. Oh, and what a cracker it is. I cannot sing the praises of this podcast enough. And uh, yeah, we managed to get chatting to Stephen all about this incredible podcast and just why you should go and listen to it. And uh, yeah, if you do manage to go over there and have a listen, then definitely let the guys know. Hey, Big Rab sent us over here to listen to this nonsense. What's going on over here? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll not keep this any longer. Uh, let's welcome Stephen to the show. So welcome to the podcast, Mr. Stephen Russell. Hello, Rab. Always a pleasure. <laughs> How are you, sir? Are you well? 
Yes, yes, not too bad, mate. Um, yeah, a bit tired from work these days. You know, it's all it's all a bit mental. But um, I'm sure. Yeah, no, got got a few days off now, so it's uh, rest, recuperation, and uh, just throwing myself back into music and podcasts. <laughs> I'm sure. But if people don't know, your actual, you know, your day job is you actually work for the NHS. I do. Yeah. So I've I've not. I've, I think I've mentioned it a couple of times on various podcasts, but I am I am a registered nurse in Scotland working in the NHS. Um, so how's that been? Has it been as terrible as the news is making it to be? Or, you know, what's it like? In my own NHS trust, I think we've been quite lucky. Um, I work for NHS Tayside, which is in the sort of northeast of Scotland, and I think because we're quite a rural area, um, we've been quite lucky. I mean, it has been quite. I mean, we have had our share of, you know, uh, COVID-positive admissions and, you know, deaths and things like that. But compared to the bigger cities, um, I think we've been quite lucky. Yeah, I uh, still... Well, I'd have to say at the very beginning of the interview, thank you for all of your work. And, as, and I'm sure you oh. are knackered. <laughs> I probably deserve the break, mate, yeah. <laughs> thank you for saying, Rob. And I have to say the uh, the outpouring of the support for... Not just the NHS, but for all the key workers out there, you know. Um, yeah. You know, you've got to think about the police force and the paramedics and the fire brigade and, you know. That's it, yeah. Po- all the... Postal service, all everyone who mm-hmm. still has to go to work. Um, you know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just the nurses and the doctors and things, you know. It's, it's, all, it's all the key workers we need to be thinking about and showing support for. But it is, it's very humbling and we're all very grateful. No, fantastic. Well, if anything, <clears throat> thanks for taking the time to chat to us on the Rab Show, mate. You know, on your holiday. Any, any time, Rab. Any time. <laughs> so, for people who don't know you, you've already been on the show quite a number of times. If anything, you've been part of the Rab Show team for the longest time as well. Yeah, yeah. The last, last what, three, three years? Something like that? I've been, I've been, been. Uh, yeah. doing the odd bits and pieces for you. Oh, that's it. And, and if anything, ma- massive thank you, Stephen, for all of your work over the last few years. However... You've now branched out and went on your own thing now. <laughs> yeah, the, the Up to the Line podcast. Yeah, so tell us a bit about this new podcast then. Uh, we obviously caught the first episode when it dropped because <clears throat> I was on there. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I am I am a massive fan. Have, have you guys found the reaction of the podcast has went well? Uh, yeah, actually a lot better than... Well, certainly than I ever thought the reaction was going to be. Um, I don't know if it's just, you know, yourself is always your harshest critic. So yeah, whenever you start a new project, you're just kind of, there's always that worry in the back of your mind. Are people going to take to this? Is this going to be worth... Oh, sorry. The doorbell just went there. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't know if you heard that. No, no. Um, so people but, um, have been yeah. taking to it well then, really, yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. You know, and it's uh, it's it's been great. I mean, the response to um, you know something like an educational podcast because you do kind of think, oh god, people are just going to think that's really boring and they're not going to be interested. But actually, it's 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 created a lot of interest, and we're getting great feedback, and it's just it's fantastic. No, that's it. And if anything, I was a bit worried whenever I first read and said, oh, this is an educational based podcast. I did think, hmm. Is this going to be interesting or not? But, man, I have been glued so far. It's been really, really good. Uh, so, obviously, rolling into the future, you guys clearly have a big battle plan ahead of you for a lot of interviews and things you're bringing to the show. Would that be right? 
absolutely, you're bang on there, Rab. So the original plan was instead of because um, with Greystone Vortex, the, the 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 problem we kind of ran into was I think we always relied too much on the three of us managing to get into the same spot at the same time yeah. to try and record a podcast, and we were very much winging the content by the seat of our pants. It was, you know, it'd be the week before or the day before or even the day of. And we'd sit down, set up the kit and be like, right, what are we talking about today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so with this time, we're very much ahead of the game, ahead, trying to stay ahead of the curve. We're trying to have sort of a bank of interviews sort of set to go. And we're just trying to, just try to keep the momentum going. So no matter what, we do have... Um, a regular podcast to put out at the moment. Uh, it's once a month. Um, we were kind of hoping before now to kind of have some extra content out, but again, with the lockdown and you know, with myself in the NHS, with uh, Stuart being a police officer, uh, with you know, Big Scott there needs to look after his health. Yeah. Um, it's kind of it's it's not slowed down, but the plan is to have more than just sort of once a month podcast to have the content there, so we can put out something at least every couple of weeks. That's that's going to be the plan anyway. There you go. And if anything, <clears throat> if you don't mind me saying, you guys do speak from a level of experience because you're all players. You've played in all grades. Like You've yourself played up in the top flight. You've been all the way down in the grade fours and all the rest. Um, so you have a wealth of experience to, to grab from, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and I've been very fortunate to learn from uh, what I consider to be some of some of the best in the business, you know. Um, mm. I started off, you know, uh, I was Anne Spaulding and, and her mother, Rita Stewart, who, who taught me, you know, my sort of soul side of the, uh, the piping game. And then uh, my first pipe major, Ryan Kennedy, he, he took our band, our both pipe band, from, you know, a, a parade gala day band, and he, he got us competing. And, you know, we, uh, yeah. we were champions of champions of grade four. And then I've learned under, you know, under David Hilder and Shauna Hilder for, for three years there with Dougal Triumph Street and just through making friends in the pipe band world. Um, yeah. You know, I've come across a lot of good tutors, a lot of good players, and just try, you try and soak up as much as you can from these guys. And it also helps, you know, reaching out to them to, to get content for the podcast. Well, that's it. It does no harm. And if anything, that, that's possibly what makes the podcast for me so interesting is your guys' wealth of experience and then you're bringing that to your audience. You know, it's definitely invaluable for a lot of people. Well, yeah, you know, everyone, everyone's everyone got their own their own journey. And I think certainly any any type of musician um, you, can, you, can take, you can take something from. And I think that's uh, something I kind of like to push for the podcast is to say to pipers and drummers you don't just have to pigeonhole yourself as you know a, a pipe band piper or drummer there's so much yeah. more to our instruments and our culture than just that well that's it in case you're not busy enough as it is you're also part of a Kelly band and you're getting into that whole circuit as well <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i mean i've always admired you know trad and Kelly music from, oh, from such a young age i mean i remember going to Kelly's as a toddler, you know, long before I picked up a chanter, um, mm-hmm. and so the opportunity to actually play in a in a, in a Kaylee band's fantastic. I mean, um, I have I have helped out the Rolling Drones a couple of times, uh, a yeah. few gigs, and that that's great fun as well. Um, and yeah, yeah, the Kaylee band Fever, um, who are, it's made up of uh, my other half and uh, a lot of a lot of players from the Fife Police Pipe Band. 
Ah, and yes, yes. Um, and you know it's wonderful. You know they're all they're all great pipe band musicians. Uh, Mother Half Coralie, she's you know she's a she's a pretty much as well as being a full time student, a full time musician. Yeah, uh, playing playing the fiddle. You know they're all. You know, uh, and Kev Spears, our piper. I didn't. That, that man plays. You know, he's a one man band basically. You know, <laughs> uh, if 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 the band ever wants to add something. You know another dynamic. Kev's like, oh yeah, I play that, and, and Eleanor <laughs> plays, you know, uh, a harp, uh, piano, and um, basically every member of the band plays about three instruments, and it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, there you go, brilliant, yeah. So how have you found that experience then, Stephen, from jumping from the competitive piping world of pipe bands and then making that jump to the Kelly scene? It's actually, and again, not to diss the pipe band scene because obviously it's been my life for such a long time. Yeah. And I'll, I'll always have a love for it. It is a breath of fresh air, um, sure. <laughs> because you're not you're not just marching to the beat of the pipe major's melody. You know, yeah. it's it's a collaborative thing. So what if you drop a few grace notes? So what if you <laughs> if if you go into the wrong tune? As long as it's it is in the right time signature, and the whole band basically can just kind of adapt to that. You know, and yeah. if you need to finish a if you need to finish a dance four parts early because because you've forgotten the tune, which has happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> I won't lie, you know, lay it all out, watch and all. Um, then it's fine. It's just, yeah, it's it's great fun. Oh, brilliant. There you go. So, if anything, you would encourage people then to branch out from their competitive plane to look at other areas, such as the Cayley scene and the Def- trad scene, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, as soon as you're comfortable with, you know, if you're a piper or a drummer and you're comfortable with the pipes and the mm. sticks... Have a have a look at a different instrument, or even something that's not far away from your own instrument. You know, from the side drum, you know, you can progress on to the kit drum, yeah. um, or the cajon, or any, anything like that. You know, anything that just adds an extra dynamic. With the pipes, you've got you know, border pipes, small pipes, um, twist trap practice pipes, which are just you know, they're small pipes by a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, even Ullian pipes, you know, just you know, have a proper proper look at them. I mean. I've said myself on the podcast, I've started to pick up the uh, the whistle, which is something oh. I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And as much as much as you look at it, you kinda of go, Yeah, I can do that. It's it's a it's a it's a completely different ball game from, from playing the pipes. Yeah, it's a different beast altogether, isn't it? Oh, definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in and in some ways I kinda of wish that that when I started out I, I I learned music on a different instrument other than the pipes. Um, oh really? Why? How come? Yeah. Um, with pipes, you know, you've got your nine notes and you've got your embellishments. Yeah, and that's basically it. I mean, it wasn't until I was at school I was actually taught how to sort of try and read uh, keys, uh, different playing different keys and oh, things like yeah. that. You know, yeah. And whereas when you start learning on the pipes, and again, it depends who your teacher is. I'm, 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 it's it's sad to say that a lot of pipers don't know how what keys are. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and and again, yeah. and, and that's not a, that's not a failing of the player. I think it's I think it's a failing. It's not really a failing, but you know, it's um, it's just not part of the instrument to be able to change it, key. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, and and you know, some some it's the same. Some musicians can't understand. God, why 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 have the pipes been made in this way that they can't be played with other instruments? And some <laughs> pipers can't understand with their with their bog standard pipe band chant, and it's like, oh well. Oh yeah, I can join in with those instruments, and they understand all the different tuning and everything that kind of goes into it. So yeah. the more I think we can encourage people to, you know, you don't just have to use your pipe band channel. Go buy a B flat channel. Go play with other instruments. You know, it's, uh, you know, there's a ho- there's a whole world of music outside of 
your four fours and your three fours and your medleys. <laughs> oh, there is indeed, definitely. So, bringing it back to the podcast, then, Stephen, um, you guys obviously got a bit of a helping hand at the beginning, same as ourselves with G One, but you guys got a sponsor then with Alcatabui. Yes, absolutely. Is that so, similar to the setup that you had then for Grace Note, or? Um, yes and no. So. Um, with Grace Note Vortex, I mean, it's Gary Nimmo. I mean, yeah. I've been friends with Gary Nimmo for, for quite a few years now. Um, and he's been a big fan, big fan of what we do since since we started Grace Note Vortex. When we started Grace Note Vortex, we didn't have a sponsor. Again, it was just me and Stuart sitting there, yeah. not having a clue really what we were doing. <laughs> it's like, let's just have a go and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, we initially approached Gary because he had his business, Accolty Bowie, Bagpipe Specialists. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just really the shop he had at the time. Well, his online shop he had at the time there. And we sort of approached him about um, sponsoring us in terms of prizes for giveaways to try and create some interest in the podcast. Oh, yeah. And it kind, of, it kind of evolved from there. And then um, he did things like he covered like website costs and things like that. Yeah. So it was actually Gary who approached. He initially approached me about this new podcast idea. Um oh, he like I mean I, I still can't believe people miss Grace Note Vortex because because it, it really was just us sitting around talking nonsense. I, I miss it. I still miss it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that show. So I, that's kind of where it came from, you know. Gary Gary said he says you know people miss Grace Note Vortex. He says, but I really think <clears throat> so. The educational part of it was really Gary. Yeah. He said I think there's a real niche in there uh, to have a proper educational pipe band based podcast out there and and this i won't lie i was quite skeptical at the start because as we've said you hear educational and immediately kind of think oh yeah it's a bit you know, dull but it's, it's far... a bit dull yeah. you know but but we've seemed to work it yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. such a way that you know we've tried to make it interesting and again there is that there is that worry that folk are going to find it boring if all you're talking about is education but actually it's it's proved really popular no, it's fantastic, and even though you are only a few episodes in, I can't wait for you know the next few that's coming up in the future. Do you want to give the Rab Show listeners a little bit of a a bit of a nugget about what could possibly be coming up in the future for your own show? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, as I said, just look out. I'm not going to give away any names, but we do no. have some uh, famous names in the pipe band world um, that we're going to be interviewing and chatting about, as we've done before. How their own journey um, in terms of music and the instrument and any advice and just kind of different pathways they could point other players in directions. I mean, we're not just aiming at, you know, your newbies. Yeah. Uh-huh. The idea is we want to aim this at anybody, whether you've been playing for 40 years and you've won 100 medals in whatever, you know, <laughs> in whatever you compete in. Yeah. There's, there, we want something... Want everyone to take something out of this podcast. Um, we're also looking at doing something to fill in the place of the championships that we've lost this year due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh yeah, there's any amount of those falling by the wayside. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but it's going to be. I won't say too much at the moment, but it's just going to be a little bit of fun um, for folk to join in with. Um, we will, we were also <laughs> we will, we were also looking at putting something on. Um, during a certain piping festival during the month of August. Oh, um, yes, I'd heard about this. Mm. And steps <laughs> were in place and things were looking positive, but obviously now it's it's totally gone. It's yeah. been blown out of the water. So we're working hard. To, again, I'm not going to say anything about that, keeping it top secret. Of course. But it's, 
definitely something if you are a a budding composer it's something you're going to want to keep an eye out and, and get involved in oh i love it loads of little nuggets of information there fantastic <laughs> um so Stephen, you said something quite interesting there like obviously i've been playing for well since i was nine years old and even I managed to get something from your show. And clearly for now, at the moment, you've been focusing on the piping element, but you're also going to be bringing in a drumming element as well. Would that be right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as I say, when Minister first started doing this, we're just a couple of pipers yeah. speaking about the piping side. And actually, I, I, I know very, very... I played a little bit of kick drum when I was when I was uh, back in my early teens. You know, uh, mm. We were all quite into punk bands back in the day, so we all used to have a shot at swapping the instruments. Um, <laughs> But in terms of actual technical know-how, um, my 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 barren my field is very barren. Yeah. <laughs> um, so having Scott on board, who's got a wealth of experience, he is obviously one of the tutors at the Vale of Athol, uh, along with Gary as well. You know, oh, yeah. and Gary now being pipe major, um, mm-hmm. uh, of the of the the, the Vale Grade Fours there. Yes. And Gary actually has he's got a bit of knowledge of drumming that he keeps secret. You know. Ah, there <laughs> uh, you go. So in terms of, we really want to bring a lot more in terms of drumming and ensemble, as well as piping, to the podcast. Like I say, so you know, we're, we're not just we're not just a couple of idiots sitting there just talking about what we think is right. You know, it's actually <laughs> we're we're doing the research, we're chatting to the people who are out there working in the field of teaching and education, and yeah, try yeah. to bring it and just a a big bigger understanding of music education. In, in our own little corner of the musical world to to a, to a wider audience exactly and and as you say it it's from all experience levels from bare bone basics learning how to hold a pair of sticks to hold a chanter to playing blue cloud and you know hit your fingers like you're taking it right way through all the spectrum of beginner to advanced not be right yeah exactly i mean every so far every musician we we have interviewed or are hoping to or have interviews for that's kind of where the name Up to the Line came from because every single person mm. um, and some of the best friends I've made in the pipe band world, we all started off trying to get up to the line. And Aye. that is that was the whole <laughs> point is is getting, is practising and getting good enough in whatever grade you've started in, you know, whether it's, you know, a, a lot of bands are developmental, you know, so it doesn't matter what your ability, you will get to that line and you will get a, you will get a game in the circle yeah. right up to the top flight where it's, cutthroat you've got to work hard um you might be the best player on the band but there might just be something on the day that's not going your way and you won't get a chance to play that's you know, it yeah so ev- everyone everyone is fighting to get up to that line and we want to do whatever we can to help people do that oh fantastic so Stephen, for your your own self personally then in your own bagpiping journey can you give any personal tips that you have learned throughout the years for someone who's maybe lifting the chanter for the first time Oh wow! Okay. Um, the first bit of advice I would say, and I think everyone's said this up until now, is just every day, a little bit every day, if you can manage, even if it's just ten minutes, mm. running through an exercise, a rudiment, even playing, even having a look at a couple of bars of a new tune, even playing an old favourite tune. If there's anything you can do to pick up an instrument every day, that's going to, that's going to make it routine for you. you yeah. Know? And because. I mean, you probably know yourself, Rob, but when you put the instrument down for even a few weeks, trying to go back to it, is, it, it turns into a bit of a chore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Especially, and also, while, while, while you're young and you don't have the responsibilities that you get as an adult, 
play get a chance to play every day because that, that's something I do miss. Um, yeah. And another thing, well, I suppose I've got, I've got three, a triangle of advice, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the second point would be just learn from everybody. Any kind of new musician you meet, if you admire what they do and you like what they do, just try try and glean something from it. Try and learn something, mm-hmm. and bring that to your own, and try and spread that message as well. Yeah, I like and that. Uh, even thing, even if they're not a piper, or say I'd say they're a guitar player or something like that, you could always learn yes. something from them. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And um, you know, I know I know there's this sort of rivalry, this well, this unspoken rivalry between pipers and drummers, especially yeah. in our own. <laughs> <laughs> in our own pipe bands and I think a lot of it's you know sort of tongue in cheek and it's a, it's a bit of fun right. but you know pipers can take something from drummers and drummers can take something from pipers because really as much as we're a pipe band you can't have a pipe band without pipers and drummers no you exactly know? yeah so so we need each other and you know and just have a look at the other areas I mean look at um, look at a lot of the Bagad bands as well I mean since Gary mm. Nimmo started going across and completing in these, these championships it's it's blown my mind really I mean the amount of instruments yeah, and the free reign these guys have with their their competition stuff is, is unreal. The orchestration too, like I don't know, oh, they're, they're epic, fantastic. They're, they're they're operas basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are indeed. Yeah. Um, so on to your third point then. Yeah, third part of advice should be never, never, ever think you know it all. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I've, I've I've come across far too many. Dare I say it, youngsters uh, mm. who you know they've been they've been playing a couple of years and already they think they're the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I'm, I, and, and on the other side, the other spectrum of that is I've come across some young, phenomenal pipers who are the humblest people you could ever meet. You know, it's, oh, yeah, you know, they mm-hmm. just they just love playing the instrument and their ability is second to none. But they're just like the nicest people in the world. So yeah, never. So practice every day. Glean what you can from everybody you meet, and don't think you know it all. There's always a, there's always something new to learn, and there's always a way to improve. Oh, Stephen, that's fantastic. Thanks so much. That that's if anything, really sound advice there. I think for everyone. Um, so uh, just to wrap things up, then, where can people find your podcast? Where can they go and listen to this? Anywhere that you download your podcasts. So um, we are. On Podbean is our main sort of platform, yeah. and but you can get us on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Um, we're not on SoundCloud as yet. That's something that we're looking into. And I, I know a lot of people do use SoundCloud, and we used to use it for Grayson or Vortex. Yeah. Um, but basically, you, you can find us. You can even go to the Ackley Baby Bagpipe Specialist website, and we've got a wee section up oh, on there. Yeah. That's just bagpipespecialists.com. Uh, there you go, fantastic stuff. So is there anything else you want to plug just before I hit the, the end button here? or <laughs> <laughs> No, just I just want to say just thank you to, to yourself, Rab, and the Rab, Rab Show team for all the support you've, oh, you know, uh, you've given the podcast since the start and even Grayson of Vortex back in the day. And, you know, it's uh, again, like I said about gleaming advice from everyone, you know, there's some elements that I've learned from um, being, as, being part of the Rab Show team that I'm bringing to ah, there you um, go. up to the line. Um, yeah, Super. just keep hitting that stream button and just send us in message. Let us know what you think, good or bad. You know, yeah. there's there's no such thing as bad publicity. No, publicity. Not. Can't even say that. <laughs> That's it. So, well, I'm going to ask a question now. Now you're no longer part of the team, the Rab Show team. What was it like being a part of the Rab Show team? Oh, it was great fun. <laughs> it was it was the best crack. Um, 
and getting out there on a sunny day when I wasn't competing, a beer in one hand, my phone in the other, listening to the best in the world duke it out in the circle. Um, and yeah, and you know what? Just it was the random strangers coming up and going, "Ah, oh, big rap show." Oh, did that happen? Did it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! There you go. That's fantastic. And that's a few times people used to say to me, "So is uh, is Big Rab a friend of yours, or are you related to Big Rab?" And I'd kind of go, "Yes, he's a friend. No, we're not related." <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, do, do you know what I see coming on the horizon now? Uh, is possibly the big line rant or something? The big up to the line rant or something? Oh, that's definitely, definitely a possibility. I was actually, I was supposed to go on um, Chanterant a few weeks ago, um, but as usual, life got in the way and I couldn't go on the show. And oh. I believe I got, a bit, I believe I got a bit of a ribbon for it. Oh uh, dear! <laughs> on the show, I was meant to go on. <laughs> but yes, another another collaboration would be definitely on the horizon. Yeah, that, this time I promise not to fall asleep. <laughs> The last time, this, I, yeah, it was like five whiskeys in or something, and I just dozed <laughs> off at one point, I think. Do you know, that's the time difference that makes that dangerous, because you've just got all this time beforehand where you're like, well, we've got this alcohol here, let's just, let's just yeah. make a wee start, you know. <laughs> that's what happened to me. I think then we, I started drinking uh, alcohol at about 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. UK time, and we weren't recording until 2 a.m. or something. It, yeah, it was about 2 a.m. before we got started. Yeah, so we were already kind of well-oiled by that. <laughs> so, yeah, for those Rab Show listeners right now, if you do want to listen to that, go to the Chanter Rad podcast and look for the Big Grace Note rant, and that's uh, just a bit of a car crash of a podcast. <laughs> it's very entertaining. Oh, by the end, it, it just got it just got ridiculous. I think, I think Josh was about ready to, to, to kill all of us by the end of he that was, podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Stephen, I wish you every success with the the podcast, mate. I am nothing but a fan. And if there's ever anything that we can do in the Rab Show, just let us know, man. It's always appreciated, Rab, and it's always a pleasure coming on the show. Excellent stuff. Well, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And if you haven't already, please do click that subscribe button or even go and subscribe to these guys in the Up to the Line podcast. I'm sure they'll appreciate that too. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So from myself and from Stephen Russell, we'll see you all here in the Rab Show podcast next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.